0: Strategies for Success, and also the NAFI Western and Mid-Atlantic and Global Coordinator. NAFI is the largest global network for women, and you can check us out at www.wrnafi.com. I am so blessed because every week I get to, to uh, interview a dynamic guest, and today our topic is is really fabulous. It is. Generating Sustained Emotional Stability in a Time of Crisis. And my guest is Dr. Basha Dumas, and she's a spiritual counselor and a master healer. She was born aware that consciousness is multidimensional. Dr. Basha Dumas is an intuitive visionary, an empath, and a natural healer. Her spiritual training began at the age of three and a half when beings known as the Ascended Masters came to instruct her in the balanced use of the divine forces of love, wisdom, and power. She is a master healer of Chinese medical qigong, an interfaith minister ordained by Dr. Sharon Stroud in the Church of Religious Science. She is a spiritual motivational speaker, certified NLP neuro-linguistic programmer, trainer, Reiki master, a life student of... Um, Gnostic, esoteric work, including the Kabbalah, Eastern and Western philosophy, and so much more. From a small village in Poland, a child of self-sufficient farmers, she grew up with deep respect for earth, communing with the land and nature. She now lives in the greater Los Angeles area where she practiced energetic medicine, specializing in healing physical and emotional trauma, mental anguish, anxiety, performs Past life regressions and soul retrieval, both in person and distance. Her Thursday evenings with the Ascended matter, Masters and Goddess Tuesdays offer eccentric knowledge long withheld from the public. She leads new moon, solstice, and equi- equinox nature ceremonies and lectures internationally. With assistance from the Assistance Master realm, she performs yearly divine light immersion and violet flame infusion intensive. Facilitating awakening of consciousness as we step into the light of the divine. Welcome. How are you today? I am wonderful. My goodness, Robbie. Thank you. What an introduction. All. (laughs) Thank you so much. I'm sure I I murdered her her on the show. We talk. You can straighten them out. But let me ask you: Why is uh, self-generated emotional stability important in business? Well, first of all, we are the only ones who are truly, truly in charge of our emotions or who can take charge of our emotions as individuals. And in business especially, we have to make sure that we are focused and that when we do use our emotions, especially as women, that we are using that, that we are working with our emotions from a place of empowerment. Very often, emotions can take us into places that are not empowering to us in business with partners um, or just in life in general. So we have to we have to learn how to generate the type of emotions that will benefit us and learn what to do with the emotions that naturally come up that may not be of benefit to us, especially in business. Dr. Bosh, what makes you an expert in this field? Well, I have been working, first of all, uh, my background that we did not speak about for many, many years has been in business. I worked in business management for a very long time and in fact not only did I work in business management I actually worked in business that was at the time predominantly male dominated and considered to be um more of a masculine uh manager, managerial position so it was very important for me to learn how to navigate that because as a woman we have we have our our our, our emotional outbursts we have our hormonal um, monthly cycles, and that creates um, uh, us to be perhaps sometimes a little bit off um, our emotional game, just simply because we are at the, uh, um, you know, our hormones will do what they will do when they will do it. It's it's We can't always control those, but we can control our reactions. So part of the reason that I am an expert in this area is because of the fact that I have worked within this genre of business for a long time. And the other part is because I am a master healer of Chinese medical qigong. And in Chinese medical qigong, the basic precept is that absolutely – All of the diseases that exist upon the planet, curable and non-curable, have their root causation in unprocessed traumas and emotions. So with this being a master of Chinese medical qigong, it takes seven years to become a master of study. And being a master and then practicing for the many years that I have, I have seen where emotions have benefited and where they have not, and how to work with them, how to work with the emotions, bring up the ones that do not serve us, and then allow the ones that do to flow through us. Well, how do we obtain emotional stability in this fast-paced, ever-changing world where things are crazy all the time? And we're we're doing so many things. Well, we are absolutely multitasking. I I, I feel like time is just speeding up. And so absolutely, how do we sustain? We sustain by self-observation. One of the most important things is to, number one, self-observe. And number two, to have a confidant, to actually have someone else help us to observe us. Many years ago, someone had said to me, you know, when you get uh, frustrated, these are the emotions that come out for you. And I didn't like it when he pointed it out. Like I said, I work predominantly in a male Uh, dominated uh, business. I did not like it when he pointed it out, but then I took the time to self-observe, and I realized that, yes, he was absolutely right, that it is that, that I was reactive rather than responsive. So what So it's very good to have a partner, have someone we trust who can help us to gauge where we are, and then self-observe. Did I just react to something from patterns perhaps that have been set up throughout the years, even from childhood, from conditioning, or did I take those three breaths that it takes before I responded, and did I respond from a place of my own empowerment? We are either reactive. Or we're responsive. And this is, this is very, very, um, there's sometimes a fine line, but once we begin to really self observe and we allow others to give us input without taking it personally, um, then we are able to actually have the response that is appropriate for that individual situation. The more we self observe, the more we learn to respond in healthy ways, the easier it is for us to automatically respond in healthy ways. So really, what role do our emotions play in business? Are they you know do they help you know help us from not making right decisions or what how do they really play a role well. First of all, what you have stated, not making the right decisions, absolutely. If we make emotional decisions, there is a difference between making an intuitive decision and an emotional decision. You know, the intuitive decision is that gut feeling. When something is coming at us, when we see something, when we hear something, when an opportunity is presented, not all opportunities are golden. And we get an intuition. We get that intuitive hit to begin with. And we've all done this. And very often we've listened and very often we haven't. And as they say, hind- hindsight is twenty twenty. Very often that first intuitive um, kind of a gut feeling, like we just know inside our gut that it's right, it feels really good, or we just know inside of our gut that it's not. But sometimes we will make emotional decisions simply because we like something, we like someone, we want to be liked, or we make an emotional decision that could have been very good for us by rejecting it because the way that it was presented to us was not necessarily within the language that we speak or in a way that we recognize as a true opportunity. So in business, it's extremely, extremely important that we really experience that harmony and balance with our emotions, what is known as emotional equanimity, because... If we're high and low, if we run hot and cold, that may not serve us in, in decision-making with other individuals as well because they'll, they'll look at us and say, for some of us, we're business owners. For some of us, we work in a business and hold perhaps higher positions of power or within within the working ranks. How do other people see us? Do they see us as, as someone who is fair, someone who will, who will actually examine the situation, or do they see us as someone who is quick to anger, quick to judgment? So it's important for, for how we unfold and how successful we really are in business very important to have emotional stability and to learn how to bring that, those emotions out of the self that are the most positive. Just because I may be feeling a certain way in my home life, let's say I did have an argument with my son or with my husband or, or, or with a friend. Am I bringing that to work with me or am I able to shed that while I step into my business arena and really be centered within my own being. The only reason that uh, we react rather than respond is because we're not centered within our own being. If we're standing in our personal power, if we're standing in our own self-value and self-worth, which may seem like it's not emotional, but it is, then we will not be thrown off very as as easily as we are when when we are when we're becoming too emotional within a situation. And frankly, as women, especially if we work around other women, whether we are still women who are of the childbearing years or whether we have graduated beyond that, we are all still hormonal machines. You know, years ago... I definitely experience it because I also worked many years in the cosmetic industry, where I worked predominantly with women. And one of the things that would happen is that after a while, all of the women who work together, their their monthly cycles would start coinciding, simply because we're communicating on this on this very uh, etheric. Um, level that we're not, we do not even realize we're communicating on. So it's very important to become a very strong individual whether we're working with men or with women. Well, so you're saying that we really can take charge of your um, your emotional, uh, you know, your emotional landscape. Are there some tips? tips of... One more time? I said I just said I didn't realize that we can really take charge of our emotional landscape. So are there some steps that we need to learn to do that? Yes. Well, first of all, one of the there is something that we need to also become aware of because we do we do need to take charge But because we are women, because of how we function, it's so easy for us to be in empathy or in sympathy with others, and so others' emotions affect us very easily. So one of the things to be aware of is that there is something called an energetic morphic field. This comes from from Gnostic terminology, but basically what it is is that the type of emotions that we are feeling, um, the type of emotions, the type of, the words that we speak, the emotions that we have, whatever it is that we're speaking of the most, feeling the most, it all has an energetic vibration. Every single emotion carries an energetic vibration. Happiness is a much higher vibratory frequency, energetic vibration than, let's say, fear. Fear is a very low frequency. What happens is that if I am living in fear in a part of my life and I walk into a room where there are 100 people, out of those 100 people, perhaps 30 are living in fear or more. And this energetic morphic field congeals. So all of a sudden, I and other people begin to feel fear that we're not feeling it before because this energetic morphic field is affecting us. And this, wow. these energetic morphic fields are very, because we don't see them, because we don't realize that they're occurring, we may be, staying in an emotional state that is not beneficial to us simply because we are immersed in a lower frequency, lower vibratory energetic morphic field. When I am aware of the fact that this energetic morphic field exists and when I am aware of the fact that all, on all vibratory frequencies, the happy ones, the strength, the power, the, the value and worth and love and compassion, um, as well as the angers and fears and worries and concerns, they all have a vibratory frequency. So what I do is that I make sure that I become aware, am I feeling my own emotions or am I being affected by someone else? Probably one of the best ways that we realize that this happens is let's say I'm driving. And in Los Angeles especially, what do we have? Rush hour traffic, huge amounts of traffic. Now, I'm driving somewhere and I actually have plenty of time to get there. So it doesn't matter if there is traffic. And yet, even though I have plenty of time, I start to get frustrated and agitated and and anxious behind the wheel. Why, Because all of those people around me in traffic are anxious and in anxiety and they need to get somewhere and they have timelines and 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 expectations and and all of a sudden that's affecting me, and most people have experienced that, and the moment that I say, "Oh wait, it's okay, I have plenty of time. Let me just." kind of be here in my own space, and, and just send everyone. Uh, what I always do in traffic is I always say, May everyone get to this, their destination swiftly and safely, and and just send that out as, as an energetic frequency. And then that even shifts the people around me, and I look over and people smile instead of having a frown on their face. You know, So we all experience that. In a business situation, we experience this all the time. And sometimes in a business situation, people just push our buttons. That happens. So that's when we say, okay, what tools can I use? What can I do in order to shift that? There is a very simple exercise, and generally people will close their eyes for it. If you are driving, please do not do that. Um, But we would generally close our eyes and feel that specific emotion. Where in my body am I feeling anger? Like literally, where in my body am I feeling it? And you might be surprised. It could be in the pit of your stomach. It could be somewhere in an arm or in a hand or in a leg or in an organ. And then I say, you are only energy. You see, the very basis, for energetic work and for life itself is the the principles of physics that we learned in, in high school. And that is that everything is energy. Energy cannot be destroyed. Energy can only change form. So rather than attempting to have a tug of war with my anger, I find out where in my body does this particular anger reside? Now, there are many angers, but where does this one in particular reside? Then I I focus onto that body part, and I use the following words, either out loud or internally. You are only energy. Soften and flow. Dissolve, disperse, and dissipate. Soften and flow dissolve, disperse, and dissipate. It may take three minutes. It may take five. If it's something that's very deeply seated, it may take a half hour. But when we do that, that anger will dissolve and it will leave our body forever. And this goes to all of the emotions, absolutely every single emotion that we have ever ever experienced has some kind of a home somewhere within our physical body and if we don't address it if we do not address it something else may happen into the future not only will things be more challenged for me in business or with my relationships and you know we we need to go to the bank, we need to speak to people who need to make decisions on loaning money we need to we need to take care of all kinds of things in business um we need to ask for extended credit um we We have so many things, so it depends if there is um a, a, some form of a let's say authority figure challenge for me, where in my body does that authority figure reside? And when I can address it, soften and flow it, and move it, now I am really stepping into my life from a much cleaner place, much healthier place. Because if we do not address our emotions, and they continue to build and build and build and build and build, then we end up with some form of dis-easement. Wow. We mentioned earlier at the root causation of all diseases are emotions. Yes, that's true. Tell me a little bit more about some of the other things you do. You have Thursday evenings and you do some stuff on Tuesdays. Just open to the public and um, where you do them and how can people reach you and get in touch with you and things like that. Okay, well, my Thursday evening classes. Our Thursday evenings with the ascended masters, I have been communicating with the hierarchies of light with the with the ascended masters since I was three and a half years old, so that's been a few years now <laughs> um. And and so Thursday evenings, we really work very directly with the Ascended Master Realm and answering questions and bringing forth high vibrational frequency energies. We teach very deep Gnostic esoteric works um, and, and address the type of – people ask questions and then from there we unfold. So whatever the question may be, that, that question, one question or three questions for the evening, from there we then take the teachings. Um, we teach about the energetic bodies, about the emotions, about the chakra system, about the energetic auric field, all of these things. That's Thursday evenings and they are open to the public. And then my Tuesday evenings, uh, my Tuesdays are actually Goddess Tuesdays. This is a class that is specifically for women. I felt the need to create a safe space from which women could address all of their challenges that occur in their life. Although it is considered to be an actual um, um, healing of the sexual being class, it is much more than that. Because even in Several of the ladies who are in the class have had challenges. They're in their 50s, 60s. They've been having challenges with their marriages and 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 especially sexual activity at this point of their life. And one of the things that we find is that the root causation of the challenges is usually things that have occurred from childhood, abandonment issues from childhood, or perhaps, um, sexual molestation issues from childhood, things of that nature. So Tuesday day, um, we teach from 11 until 1.30 on Tuesdays during the day. This, these are called Goddess Tuesdays, and we address all of these issues. And we use many different tools and techniques to go back to the, to the instances that occurred created us to be traumatized in one way or another. And then we heal that. So it's, it's a very, very healing class. Then, of course, we also do uh, practice energetic medicine one-on-one for anyone who comes to, who wishes to come for a uh, for a hands-on healing. And we work with anything from cancers to um, to, to again deep-seated emotional issues. We work with past-life therapy as well, whether people believe in past lives or not you know thing things something is something comes from the past we have these deja vu experiences, so we work with that. We also heal blood family lineage. In the Bible, it says that the sins of the forefathers shall be visited upon the children, but we really don't know what that means. But what it means is that the traumas that our parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, as far as seven generations back, they're actually embedded into the blood, and we are also reacting to them. So when we heal that, we're healing ourselves, and we're Healing our future generations. It's very, very powerful. So I do this type of work. People can get in touch with me either at 310 451 1121, which is my cellular telephone, or they may email me R E V as in victory, B as in boy, A S as in Sam, I A, at earthlink.net. So it's revbasha at earthlink.net. Um, I also have a Dr. Basha website. So, and But if you just Google my name, you'll see me on Facebook. You'll see me everywhere. So, so it's all good. You'll be able to find me if, if you're interested in, in getting in touch with me. So I offer things that perhaps other energetic um, healers do not. Uh, because because I also work with the Ascended Masters and because I work with this very all-encompassing um, medical qigong uh, practice that is more than 5,000 years old, that in China is actually now a practice in conjunction with Western medicine. So the work that we do can be an adjunct to Western medicine as well. Uh, you also do a lot of lectures in internationally. On your on your website are the different. Topics you speak on, or or when they contact you, you uh, just tell us a little bit about that. Yes, um, I I do speak. I I will speak before groups that would like for me to come to speak to them. I teach for business, for example. I teach an energetic movement exercise that is um, the life force regulating exercise. It's five movements that really help us to be more harmonized and balanced in our life and of course I also speak about bringing in
1: spirit into
0: business and spirituality I mostly however speak on the divine forces of love wisdom and power the unfoldment of the divine forces of love wisdom and power because if we can stay balanced in in harmonious in our compassion and our love for ourselves and for for others, if we can stay within our wisdom and in our personal power, this is not power over anything or anyone, but stand in our personal power, then we can really express as complete beings. Uh, we do divine light immersions where we bring huge amounts of light into the body that people are able to really feel and absorb, and we um, vibrate the so- cellular structure. Yeah. So, we can So, I wanted to tell you, I wanted to thank you so much for being on the show. You've been listening to Dr. Basha Dermis, who is a spiritual counselor and a master healer. And you can reach her at 310 451 1121. And her email is Reverend Basha, R E V B A S I A, at net. And I want to thank you again so much for being on my show today. Robbie, thank you so much. You're a most wonderful hostess and you do such great works for people. Much love to you. Thank you.